Hello everyone, welcome back to Face for Radio. This is Sam here, just to welcome you all in to a brand new episode. It is with great pleasure that I am able to tell you all that this week's episode is again brought to you by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements and of course, skincare needs. Find your favourite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex and more all in one place with gifts with every single purchase. Right now, The Skin Store is offering our listeners here at Face for Radio 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off at skinstore.com slash pod dot list. That's skinstore.com forward slash pod dot list. Skinstore, so you can have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to Face for Radio. Just for today, my name is Sam Brown and I am joined by these three exclusive guests once again. Thanks, everyone. The fact that you were in sync. Jesus I know, Christ. That was, it's almost like nice to have a chorus from one, one place coming in, into the same mic. Yeah. Yeah, we're all synced up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much time we've been spending together. We're synced up now. Mm-hmm. Today, I am joined by a man. Hi. Did you know he's got a girlfriend? It's Ruben Austin, everyone. There she is. Oh, hi. Oh, okay. Yeah, hi. Okay. So, <laughs> not going. I was so scared you were going to go. It's Scott Copeland, and I had to panic and think of something on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> We are also joined by the boy who owns three and a half monkeys, none of which are cheeky, he'll have you know. It's Scott Copeland. Oh yeah, um, there's there's Derek, and there's um, Simon, and there's mm. the, there's there's one who I've, I've yet to name, mm. which <laughs> I, I'm, taking, I'm taking suggestions for him, if anybody wants to name a monkey. Call it Scott, please call it Scott. But for the sake of argument, we'll call it Scott. Mm. Classic monkey names. <laughs> yep. Derek, Simon, and Scott. Yeah, just your your bog standard monkey names. You haven't named the half of a monkey. That's just mean. But well, 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 well that was that was going to be called Scott, just because. Oh, that one's Scott. Yeah. So you've got one more monkey. It's because it's only half. But yeah. <laughs> nah. So like, instead of calling it Alan, just call it Al. Okay. <laughs> and lastly, but not leastly, there is a troll in the dungeon, and she thought you you'd like to know. <laughs> it's Lainey, everyone. Hiya. Woo! You're right. <laughs> oh, great. Troll in the dungeon. <laughs> what? Uh, there we go. I love it so much. I just thought you'd like to know. I love it so much. <laughs> there was so much going on. I'm so glad. Oh, dear. oh, man. That is probably my favourite line from Harry Potter, you know. Well, second favourite now. It's classic. Hashtag troll in the dungeon. Yeah. Ah, oh, good old Quirrell. Can you guess my favourite? Is it, how did you push him with the God of Fire? No, it's not. Mm. Oh. Is it, it's not, it, it won't be you're a wizard, will it? Like this bog no, standard you, one. No, at least, Ruben and Lenny, you do know my favourite Harry Potter line. Uh, oh, is it? Um, you may not like it, Minister, but you can't deny Dumbledore's got, got style. style. No, it's not. Oh. I mean, then you're wrong. Sorry, but it's just how it goes. No, I'm not wrong. It's a very um, Sam favourite line. Skadoosh. <laughs> Mine is. 
I'm going to bed before either of you come up with another brilliant idea to get us expelled. No, killed. Or worst, expelled. Oh. She needs to sort out <laughs> It was so close, lady. It was so close. <laughs> Never mind. Wait, so what's your favourite line then, Sam? Which which film is it? Um... I like that one. <laughs> Good question. My favourite film. And you don't know, do you? <laughs> well, why don't you say it and I'll tell you what it's from. <sighs> what character? Order of the it? Phoenix, I think. Oh, okay. Order of the Phoenix. Hmm. Um, good lines on the Phoenix. Um, I had no intention of. How did you say? Coming quietly. <laughs> nope. Um, oh right. <laughs> it's very. It's it's a lot more simple than that. <laughs> Hiya, Harry. <laughs> sort of exciting though, isn't it? Breaking the rules. It's the. Uh, Here we What did you do with Hermione Granger? It's the same favorite line as uh, Callum Truman. I honestly thought Truman's favorite line was the same as mine. Was that you may not like it, but you can't deny Dumbledore's got style. Um. The best line oh, is... Oh! No, no, it can't be that. That's not Order of the Phoenix. Nice one, James! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> nice one, James! Oh, man. <laughs> Devastating. It's so funny out of context, though. <laughs> Literally, it's got to the point where anytime anyone says nice one in life, we both just go, Nice one, James! Nice one, James! <laughs> <laughs> Down our Zoom calls. Do any of you know mine? Which film's yours from? Is it Deathly Hallows Part 1? No, I think it's the other one. Death- I think. <laughs> the other one. Deathly Hallows Part 2? Part- or just another yeah. Harry Potter film? It's Deathly Hallows Part 2. Oh, is it... Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is now. Harry <laughs> <laughs> Potter is dead. <laughs> Do it, do it in Italian. Do it in Italian. Do it in Italian. Harry Potter is me. Harry Potter is dead. That's now my favourite line. It's, it wasn't the one I was thinking of, but it is now. I, 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 I thought that might be Truman's when you said it, but then I was like, still, it's not Order of the Phoenix. Because I know I know Truman loves a good. <laughs> he does. He do, he does. I'll give you a clue. Mine involves a swear. Ooh. Not my daughter. You Derek. That's the one. Hey. Don't know why. Because oh. yeah. Julie Walters is just. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's the fact that it comes out of the mouth of me Auntie Rosie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like. <laughs> it's because she's your mum's best friend. Yeah, me Auntie Rosie. Yeah, mum. That's the only reason. Sidetracked already. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's all okay. It's all about Harry Potter, isn't it? It's fine. It's in the theme. We can keep it. That's yeah. I like your spirit, and mm-hmm. I also like that you haven't allowed me a good segue because you've already done your bad joke, dad joke. So we'll go to Scott instead. Bad joke or dad joke? In times of doubt, go to Scott. Why does Voldemort prefer Twitter over Facebook? Because he has loads of followers and no friends. That, yeah, that is correct. Aww. Are you kidding me, guys? Is that, is that your joke? Steal the no, we've already had my joke, Scott, remember? No, so, no, Sam just said, are you kidding me? Sam. Is that your joke, Sam? No, it's not. I'm asking if you went on the same website. You knew each other's punchlines. No, I'm just I'm just really clever. We're, we're, just, we're just clever, yeah. God. You guys suck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's perfect, Sam. Bad joke. I'm sick of this. You are. No dad joke. I like that one. Come on, lady. You've got to. You've got to help Deciding me out. Deciding vote, lady. Oh, um, I'm gonna say 
bad joke because I didn't laugh. Sorry. Oh, that oh, that, that, that is just. That, I, I demand a recount. Stupefy. One, two, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, forget it. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it's the difference between counting to one and counting to two. Hey, Harry Potter. <laughs> Brilliant. Take that back. Stupid game. Stupid game, anyway. <laughs> what's the what's the what, what are we doing today then? What's what's our category, Scott? Underrated character and or film. Ooh. Underrated. Underrated. Tight. Well, I'll go first. Go on. Go on, Sam. Go on. What's up? I really like Ron's dad. Oh, oh what a gem. gem! I love him. I think if I was a character in Harry Potter, I'd be Arthur Weasley. What yeah. exactly is the function of a rubber duck? I just think he's like he's classic, isn't he? It's just classic. He's great. I never, I never don't enjoy him. You know I know I mean? he's like he's he's laughter, he smiles, and then as soon as he needs to be, he's like super cool, like powerful wizard. Yeah, that's that's. I quite like that he's he's evidently very powerful and could be like an aura if he wanted, but instead he works in the Muggle department because mm. he just he just loves him. He's just interested in it. Yeah, bless him. And he goes he goes with what he loves instead of what's going to pay dead loads, and I like that about. Him. I, I love how you can clearly tell that he is Ron's dad because he's ginger. Like you can see, you can see exactly where Ron is coming from when you look at his dad. Yeah, I see that. To be fair, and the boat, and the boat ginger as well. So that's kind of a blazing obvious sign, and the same surname. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, the surname is a is a bit of a giveaway. Yeah. Mm. Did you know that in the books he's described as having um, horn rimmed glasses? But in the films, they went, no, no one's going to have glasses ex- except Harry because people might get confused. And Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore, I guess. But... It is easy to get confused between Mark Williams and Daniel Radcliffe, though. Oh, they? exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They're basically the same person. <laughs> yeah. Twins. Oh, so silly. Percy's supposed to have glasses as well. Yeah, Percy. Although Percy's supposed to have a part. Yeah, Percy's supposed to be in... Yeah. Yeah, he's The last few films. And he, 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 va- <laughs> he vanishes after, like, the, like, the third... He comes back in it. He has like a, a huge moment of redemption after being a little Derek um, for the past like five books. Uh, he has a big moment of redemption in the last book, but you don't see it in the film. Percy looks I, nothing uh... like his other brothers, does he? He's ginger, yeah. and that's it. Like the, the others, you can at least look at them and think, "Yeah, they're, they're related." But you can't see that yeah, with Percy. Like feasibly related. Like Fred, Fred, George, and Ron look like they could be actual brothers. But I suppose it makes sense because Percy's so unlike the others. Yeah, he sort of. It's got to stand out, but yeah. um, the actor Chris Rankin. Um, I was listening to a um, an interview that he did the other day, and when he went forward for the role, he was like sixteen. He was really excited that he'd be able to do one of these roles, and then when he found out that he wasn't going to be in half the films, he was really disappointed. Yeah, because he's yeah. in most of the books. Yeah, I was really, really shocked when I read the first book at how much he was in there. Yeah. Mm. Like, after watching the film and him just not really being a major part. Yeah. You get none of his, like, love story. Yeah, he's got, like, a whole romance subplot with Penelope Clearwater. Mm. And they just don't mention it in the films. Because it's not important to Harry. The, the only fact I've got about Chris Rankin is that he was on an episode of Total Wipeout. Was he? Oh, was he? Amazing. Sick. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, one, of, uh, like one of the last series of it, but it a celebrity version. They said, we've got actor Chris Rankin. I spent the entire episode trying to figure out where I knew him from. Mm. <laughs> and then, they, then, then Richard Ammon made a Harry Potter joke, and I was like, that's him. There we go. Yeah. It's a lucky contribute. Nice you know, I think I think I'd give all everything that I own to see Scott and Total Wipeout. 
yeah. Zoom Scott on Total Wipeout would be <laughs> Zoom superb. Scott on Total Wipeout, hell yes. I'm, I, I'd be down to do Total Wipeout whenever they bring it back on TV. Me too. To be fair, yeah. It's a holiday in Argentina. I don't think I'd be good at it, but I think I'd be entertaining. Oh, my mum used to have one of those blow-up exercise balls, and I count that as training. prime training for Total Wipeout. One of, one of my mate's dads was on Total Wipeout, and he reached the final three. <laughs> one of the old maths teachers from my school was on Total Wipeout, and he got stuck in, you know, the revolving shapes. <laughs> yes. He got stuck in the triangles, and it was Mr. Fox. Keep an eye on Amazing. I don't know why I keep an eye out because it's not on TV anymore, and this was like many years ago. <laughs> I think I think it's gaining on ten years ago now that he was on Total Wipeout. I fell off a swing once in a park. I'm so proud of you! It is an absolute crime that Total Wipeout is not on TV anymore. It was such a good show. There was one time I did a forward roll, so I think I'd be able to crush the course. I I did a Ninja Warrior course last year. <laughs> yeah, but didn't film it, which is what's that about? Scott, are you on this planet? Yeah, I did a total, I did um, a Ninja Warrior course for my birthday. My sister took me, and I was absolutely diabolical. Amazing, <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> at the time, at the time I was because it was a, a surprise thing. I didn't get a chance to warm up, which is my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> the only reason Scott didn't absolutely smash the Ninja Warrior course is that he didn't warm up properly. Yeah, do some lip chills before you get on there. It did not the fact that at the time I was a bit bigger than I am now. And I probably wasn't in the right state to, to, to take part. But yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Scott. Hi. Who's your most underrated character? My most underrated character is uh, Lucius Malfoy. <sighs> Tight. Mm. Yeah. What's your, what's, what's your reasoning there? Is it just that you're like Jason Isaacs and think that you should be the Doctor? Um, um, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> um, okay. But also... <laughs> Great. But also, I it, in the first two films, he is the one character who I left watching. When I finished watching, I left it thinking, he seems like a really nasty piece of work, but he seems like a proper badass at the same time. I don't know why, but... And you didn't think that Voldemort seemed like a nasty piece of work? Yeah, but like, I think it's that line at the end of uh, Chamber of Secrets when he says... Um, I think it's Chamber of Secrets, and he's like, um, uh, Harry Potter will always be around to save the day. Well, did you know, Scott, that that was actually improvised? Yeah, it was improvised. No, Harry Harry improvised in that bit. No, Lucius, Lucius forgot yeah. his line, and then Harry just improvised off oh, the bat. Oh, right. Yeah, I think Jason Isaacs has said on the day to the director, he wanted like a, he felt like there should be an exit line. And then Daniel Radcliffe improvised directly after. Yeah, he looked at him dead in the eye and was like, don't worry, I will be. And it's like, oh, snap, Ooh. this kid. I just heard like that line. I thought that's really kind of menacing, and I, and I like that. But then, like over the course of the other films, you can just see like Lucius going from being this kind of like arrogant, you know, arrogant snob, and suddenly by the end of the last film, he's this like quivering mess of a a guy who's realised he's out of his depth, and he runs away like a little Derek. <laughs> I, I just I, I just really liked it for some... I find it so ridiculous though that in, in the second film at the end when Dobby's been freed mm. and he's like you lost me my servant he goes to Avada Kedavra Harry in the middle of Hogwarts yeah How right can you get like why like that's the worst crime you can do and you're doing it right underneath yeah imagine Dumbledore's trying to murder nose. a child in front of the headmaster yeah Honestly, he's a I mean, the headmaster is like famous for taking down dark wizards. Yeah, I don't think he. Uh, I just think he probably wasn't thinking straight in at that point. Like, 
Clearly. <laughs> he lost him his his house servant. Do you understand how big of a deal that is? Yeah. Now he's going to have to fold his own laundry. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> but like, it just shows how completely warped this guy is. The fact that he completely went to this dark spell when until that point he'd been quite composed. Like menacing, but like really kind of... He knew that he could turn with any kind of change in his mood, yet he didn't until the, that very end bit. Scott, why would you class that as underrated, though? Because I don't think people talk about him as much as they talk about other characters. I just feel like he's a very, very interesting character, which I don't think many people would say is in their top five roles. So that's why I thought... I'd love to know more about the, the Malfoy family as a whole. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I could probably find some stuff on Pottermore, but where their wealth came from, obviously they came from a really long line of pure blood wizards. But... Which is part of why he immediately went for the killing curse that he's, because not only is a house elf useful to have around the house, but also like, it's a status symbol. The rich families yeah. have house elves and everything to the Malfoys, like status is the paramount of mm. existence for the Malfoys. So if something happens to make them look not as rich as they are or not as powerful as they are, like when Lucius goes to um to Azkaban after the fifth book, it's like it's a huge deal for him. Yeah. Yeah. There's really no recovering from that. Yeah. Something I did notice though. No I've I've recently rewatched was it I think the first one, is it Philosopher's Stone? Yeah. I w- and I've realised now that Draco Malfoy actually tries to be nice to Harry Potter when he first meets him, and Harry just completely mugs him off. I'm thinking how different w- how different would it have ended up? Yeah, but also because he's he's trying to be nice to Harry by being horrible to Ron. Yeah, sort of bullying the person next to him to make himself look better. I think Harry. Yeah, yeah and Harry immediately picks up on that. Derek. And he's like, you know what? Nah, this kid, whack. Oh yeah, he, he he makes the right decision. I'm just thinking how different would the entire saga have turned out as if Harry and Draco ended up being like mates. Yeah, yeah if if Harry had been like Lamau, yeah, look at his robes, then <laughs> <laughs> everything would have turned out a bit differently. Their meeting is completely different in the books as well. They meet in the um, the robes. Shop yeah, they meet yeah. at Malkins. Malkins, and yeah, Harry and can like, tell from yeah. the first meeting him that he's a bit pretentious and because he's like um he's draco introduces him to the idea of like the houses and is like if i was in hufflepuff i think i'd leave the school and um harry's like seems a bit savage yeah i found out recently that draco malfoy is own of all the films combined he's only in half an hour of it yeah we talked about this right yeah he's only in half if you combine every scene he's in from the first film to the last film, he's only in half an hour. That makes sense. He's not like a main character. Well, obviously, he's sort of a main D- character. Did we? But... Ruben, you seem shocked. We talked about this in a, a podcast not a lo- not long ago, didn't we? Specifically about Malfoy only being in half an hour of about Harry Potter. About Harry Potter screen times for the different characters. No. That doesn't ring a bell. I'm sure we, I'm sure we did. Well, I told you, Scott, for sure. No, I, re- I read it online. I'm sure <laughs> didn't tell Sam, me. are you cheating on us with another podcast? <laughs> No, I'm sure I did, because I remember saying that... If you say the wrong name now, Sam, it's over. Are you sure it wasn't Truman? You said it too. Ron... No, I know these stats. How long do you think Dumbledore was on screen for? I would say about maybe 45 minutes. 45 minutes? A couple of hours, I'd say, for In Dumbledore. seven films? He's, yeah. he's on screen being films even, know, knowing a lot. Yeah. yeah, and in the sixth film, like he does a lot. Yeah, in the seventh film, he's not there, except for like... 
a, a flashback, will it? No. I don't think it's as much as as people think it is. I think he has longer scenes when he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's on screen for a total of 77 minutes. 77 minutes? Wow. How much time does Harry spend on screen? I'm <laughs> trying to remember these off the top of my head, but it was around like 550, like getting up to 600 minutes. Sam, are you including the title sequences as well? Like the word Harry Potter? Because that doesn't no, count. No, no, no. Don't like that <laughs> That would also be like a very small amount taken up by the I, word Harry being. I on just screen. remember he was like five hundred odd, like somewhere in the middle of the five hundreds, and then the next biggest one was Ron, who had like two hundred and eleven. That's wild. I think out of all of all the the main sort of figure characters, Draco had the fewest screen time. I think that does make sense. Do you want me to get it up and, and tell you? I'm sure we talked about. Please this do. I'm interested in this now. I'm, I'm I have a, I have a link somewhere. Hold on. I was recently I was I was in a workshop and we were talking about um like the way ways in which you build a narrative and like make characters and like because Malfoy is a foil to Harry Potter but only mm. until um Harry becomes powerful enough that he can face off other threats that aren't Malfoy so like in the in the first film slash book it's like a huge deal that um Harry and Draco are like at odds but then you get to the second one and it's like they're still competing in Quidditch but it's less so and by the time it gets to the third one Draco is like the only reason Draco's a threat is because he has power outside of the school through his dad, and yeah. then after, and then after he sort of overcomes that, it's nothing. I feel slightly bad for Draco in a in a way. Yeah, I feel I do feel bad for because Draco as well. Um, in the uh, in the seventh book, they make a point of when um, Harry's been hit by a jinx, and so he doesn't look like himself, and they put him in front of Draco, and there's a moment where Draco can definitely see that it's Harry, and he looks yeah. him in the eye and is like, "I don't know if it is or it isn't." I don't think we should call Voldemort for this. I'm not sure it definitely is. Yeah. And it's like, that's a quite a nice moment. You can tell that like Draco has been bred to be how he is. He's not like... It, yeah. He hasn't... It's yeah. all to do with how he was raised. He hasn't lived a life. He's been bred like a soldier rather than been brought up as a kid. Mm. Yeah, he's been bred as a ponce. That's the... That's... He's, been, he's been brought Ooh. up and told, Draco, you are wonderful. The world... Will be handed to you on a silver platter because you are and, pure blood. And then, and then because he's rich, it is, and it's like, all right. Ruben, who's your underrated character? Yeah. I have the stats up as well, so I can tell us their screen time. Oh, go on. Oh, goodness, please do because I'm not sure. Well, so, go ahead. Lucius has a total of 15 minutes and 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. That tracks across all the films. Arthur Weasley has 15 minutes and 45 seconds. Oh, smashed him! You know what I mean. So he's got that extra half a min. I'm very sorry to interrupt the episode, but this is a very important message from our new sponsors, Skin Store. For over 20 years, the Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, the Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favourite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex and more all in one place with gifts with every single purchase. Right now the Skin Store is offering our listeners here at Face Radio 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off at skinstore.com slash pod dot list. That's skinstore.com forward slash pod dot list. Skin Store so you can have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. I hope you enjoy the episode.
do you guys want to tell us about your characters and then I can tell you afterwards how, how long they got? I've got one. Go ahead. My favourite underrated character is Dobby. Dobby oh, Dobby! Completely oh, but... the short end of the stick in the films. Oh yeah, Dobby gets well shafted. Dobby discovers the room of requirement in the books. Really? He does that. I haven't got that yet. He he gives Harry the gillyweed for the um, the second try was a tournament tournament challenge. He's like he's he's completely cut out of the books. Okay. Like in, in the, in the I books, get th- I get that. Then I was going to say like from a film only perspective for the the latter ones uh. like. He has so much love from everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like that in that sense he might not be like underrated, but I get that if they've like cut him out of stuff then that is Yeah, they just they, they put a bunch more Neville in because Matt Lewis was becoming fit. So is so, like... so Dobby's more under under edited than underrated. Yeah. Well, what what I think is because he he makes up a comeback, obviously in the last two films. But up until that point Throughout the books, Dobby is around. He helps with the the Dumbledore's army and everything. Mm. And I just, I just, it makes me sad. And because they only focus on Dobby, you completely lose all the other house elves. Like, yeah, there's Winky the house elf is like a uh, sick character. He's just not in the films at all. So she's a house elf who like wants to be a house elf and wants to serve. Gets sacked by her master. Barty Crouch. And Barty Crouch. Ooh. And, um, <laughs> and then and then like becomes an alcoholic and Dobby and Dumbledore help her to recover. And yeah. it's really, really Aww. sweet. And D- uh, Dobby and Winky end up working at Hogwarts. And yeah, you they work in the kitchens. And you barely get to see any of that. And I'm very sad that you didn't even get to see Hogwarts Kitchen because that would have been awesome, I'm sure. Yeah. With all of the little hell selves running yeah. about all over the place. That would have been so cool. But... Yeah. Do you want to have a guess at his screen time? I'm going to say it was like at least six minutes at most. 20 seconds. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with like 28 minutes. No, I don't, I don't think he's in it as much as Arthur Weasley. I think he's... I'm going to peg him at 5 minutes 42. Dobby had 11 minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, I, I was close then. It's <laughs> good, that. Man. So slightly less than the other two. So yeah, perhaps underrated. Ruben, um, how are we interpreting the word underrated here? Because it's like, in I don't think that the character gets as much respect as they deserve. Yeah, I would be inclined to say Hagrid. Aww. Yeah, good one. Oh, Hagrid's I agree with like that. Hagrid's boss, like Hagrid. No, uh, most of the other characters have like at least a moment where Harry does something stupid, and they're like, "Harry, what are you playing at?" and like fall out with him. Like Ron in the um in the fourth film slash book falls out with him. Um Hermione every now and then is like, Harry, what are you doing? You're just playing the hero. Hagrid never once wavers in just his complete love for everyone except for Umbridge. And it's like I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So wholesome. He's so wonderful. And as I love the imagery of the the very beginning of the first book, Hagrid um takes baby Harry and leaves him on the doorstep. And like maintains that bond up until the seventh when he thinks when he thinks Harry's dead and he carries him into the Great Hall. And I, I love that imagery of it beginning and ending with Hagrid. Yeah. And like even in even in the middle, even when he's like he gets in the second one he gets sent to Azkaban and he has such complete faith in Harry that he says, Follow the spiders to him. And he doesn't say, Dumbledore, if you just go and ask Aragog. He doesn't try any of that stuff. He's just like, Harry's gonna save me. I have I have no worries about this. 
and he's just he has so much faith and so much love and I didn't realise until this very second how much I love Hagrid <laughs> he's so great and then Harry didn't even name one of his kids after him. Yeah, oh, let's not get on to the naming of Harry's kids, because oh. then I'm going to get on Snape, and we know that's going to last a whole episode. There, 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 there is one thing that I will never forgive Hagrid for, though. It's how the hell could he even live with himself knowing that there is a giant spider in the grounds of Hogwarts? He loved him. Because, he loved, because how, even if you're absolutely huge and hairy, and you've got fangs and eight eyes, and you're like, I will kill the wizards, it's even then Hagrid... <laughs> Rubius Hagrid will turn to you and go, I think you're just misunderstood. You can you can stay in the woods, just don't attack anyone. Yeah, but you're forgetting, Ruben, the magical word of spider. And they are the, they are they are they are evil creatures. Spiders are not evil creatures, Scott. Are we are we gonna throw down right now? Because I will Oh they oh no, they are they are ho- they are horrifying. Eight legged little little Stalkery vampire things. I hate them. They are all. Oh, they they scare no. me. They scare me so much. I'm pretty sure vampires are bats. <laughs> Scott, I'm going to send you a video. It's partly in French, but it's about a spider is in the bathtub, and it, it's like about how spiders are just as scared of you as you are of them. And if you're just nice to the spider, they're all right. And there is not a single spider in the UK outside of Harry Potter that can Such kill you. Oh, the, the these spiders are there, scur- just as scared as us as we are them. These these spiders must be petrified around me because <laughs> I am shot. I am I am paralyzed with fear. They are because look, if you Im- imagine it from the perspective of a spider, Aww. imagine you're like spider size and you look up at a human. It's maybe thirty times the size of you. You'd brick it. Even worse, like... imagine you were a spider or a spider size, and you look up at a giant human that also is Scott. Yeah, and can move faster than the speed <laughs> of light and fly. It's like, come on. Yeah, you can't compete with that. Exactly. Yeah, but surely I, I, I am the right person they should be near because I will not go near that spider. Well, <laughs> they don't know that, but I do. Yeah, they just see the big thing and they're like, "Whoa!" The same way that you see a spider and you're like, "Whoa!" Scott, Scott in the bathroom. Fortunate to know. <laughs> Ruben, can you guess Hagrid's screen time? Um, I think it's going to be disappointingly low, but I think it's higher than Lucius and um, and Mr. Weasley. Because mm-hmm. he's at least in all of them and like has something to do in the storyline in all of them. So I am going to say 45 minutes. Okay. Any other guesses from everyone else? I'll say about 35 minutes. I'll say 40 minutes and meet you guys in the middle. He's actually on screen for 45 minutes and 45 seconds. Oh, of it. Spot on. I was going to do like a, you can guess like the top 10 screen times, but they're not actually in order on this list, so it might be a little hard. Um, well, Harry's got to be the highest followed by Ron, followed by Hermione. Harry is like by far double anyone else. Yeah. And then of course, Ron and Hermione coming in with like just on, just over 200 minutes each. Who's the... I'm assuming Dumbledore is the one below those three. Dumbledore is fourth. He has 77 minutes. And five, I'm assuming, maybe... Oh, dear. McGonagall? I'm just trying to find out now. They're all in the wrong order. Can I just... Rather than going in order, can I, how how much does Voldemort have? Because, like, does it count when he's in the back of Squirrel's head? Squir- squirrel's head. Squirrel. <laughs> That's what I call him sometimes. <laughs> squirrel's head. Professor <laughs> Squirrel, you know what I mean? I will say it, Reuben... Just because it'll make you feel nice. Hagrid has the fifth highest. Yes, my guy. Ooh. He has, like, yeah, he is slightly higher than Snape, who has 43 minutes. Some shockers for you? I can try and find some shockers. Go ahead. Go for it. You, you live your life. Umbridge, guess her. Oh, she's only in the one film that's going to be, like, 20. 
Twelve. I'll say twenty. I'll say twenty-five. Sixteen. She's got so more than Eight. Arthur Weasley. And... More than Arthur Weasley. That's yeah. a travesty. Oh, she's but okay. she's she's a huge focal point in the fifth film, so I get it. Yeah. And Imelda Staunton crushes it. Imelda Staunton. Yeah. I had a teacher like Umbridge exactly. in high school. Lupin. Oh, disappointingly little, but again, is is quite a big focal point in the third film, and then crops up every now and then. So I'm going to say twenty-five. I'll say thirteen. I'll say thirty-two. Twenty-six. He had. Oh, I'm so good at this game. Yeah, you are. Oh, here's a good one for you. Who was the favoured twin, Fred or George? I'll say George. George, because Fred dies. Fred, because it comes first. One had 19 minutes and 45 seconds. The other had 20 minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, no, wait, I'm going to say... No, I do I do think it's Fred, because... um, No, wait, which one gets his ear chopped off? No, it's George. George, I'm sticking with George. I'll say George. It was George. He gets slightly more. Yes, Ruben. He has he has that one scene where he um he's downstairs brushing his teeth and he's got like a fork or something sticking out of where his ear used to be, huh. and Harry and Ginny are having a moment and he's just like morning. Huh. <laughs> Scott, my boy. Hello. I think it's about time that you granted us access to your next and most revealing yet, Scott Yonati. I will have to drastically change my Scotty or not if you wanted a revealing one. Um, Just do it with your shirt off. Okay, we always uh, want revealing. Okay, um, Harry Potter seems to be something that Laney knows a lot about. So this is about something that I know a lot about. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Scott's way of saying this is something not related to the podcast at all. Whatsoever. <laughs> now, three years ago, I applied for Mastermind with my specialised subject... X Factor contestants. See, Scott knows like loads about X Factor contestants, so it's plausible. The question is, would Scott apply for Mastermind? Would you like context to this? I think the question is, would Scott know how to apply to Mastermind? Yeah, I, I feel say, like that's that's, that's, that's the first test to get onto Mastermind, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it was in my second year of uni, and in my second year of uni, I spent a lot of that money from my student loan on either nights out or or just basic drinking, and I needed a bit of money. So I looked online for any kind of acting jobs or stuff like that, and I found a application form for Mastermind. And I thought, okay, I know I know a bit about a few bits. Um, I know a bit about a few <laughs> bits. I know a bit. Can that be on the next magnet? I know, yeah, I know. I know bits and bobs. So I signed in the the forms, and they asked for a, spe- a specialized subject, and. The only thing that I know that I could get at least five out of five questions correctly for was X Factor contestants. At least five out of five, so at least all of them. <laughs> yeah. 100%, shall we say. And I sent it off. They sent me an email back saying uh, we should be in touch for further information regarding your application and they never got back to me and i think and i think that they are missing out on something <laughs> yeah because that would have been that would have been quite funny i fully agree with that um and i definitely believe that were scott to apply for mastermind um then the specialist subject that he would choose would be um x-factor contestants because he knows all of yeah, them yeah you, you could you, you could you could try and prove that theory if you've got any questions um i don't i've not seen x-factor who won Enough. 2018 X Factor? And what was their song that they sang? Um, it was, yeah. it was uh, Dalton Harris, Power of Love with James Arthur. He was the most recent winner, so that would have been well, him. I, I don't 
I, I, I will trust you. There you go, you're in. <laughs> Call yourself an X Factor X Factor fan, then why don't you name all the singers? No, don't make him because like we would be we would be, be so here, Sam, for another couple of episodes. <laughs> all right, here's one for you. Name every X Factor contestant that's ever been on I'm a Celebrity. Oh my God, bloody hell! Um, Stacy Solomon, Fleurist. Uh, George Shelley was in Union J, which is on X Factor, so he was in that. Um, I think that's... I want to say that's it, but I think I might be wrong. Yeah. I don't know enough about either of those shows to even be, like, remotely sure if that was true or not. I think that's it. I think it's only them three, I want to say. Was Jay Quicken doing one? Oh, God, he was, yeah. He came runner-up. Yeah, so I've, so, I've lost I've lost that question eh, eh. then. So, At least four out of five. Oh, Scott. Yeah. I think I think the real question here isn't what can Scott tell us about a specialist subject. It's how well would Scott do in the general knowledge round on Mastermind? Huh. You've got two and a half minutes. I would I would say I'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get a few points on the board. At least a few. Yeah, I'd say I'd get a handful. I don't, I'm not sure that Scott would uh, would need money and would therefore immediately think. Mastermind. Yeah, but Ruben, you got to realise that you, as as you know, I spend my free time rewatching old game shows just to test my knowledge. Yeah. And the fact that last week on the desert island, I suggested taking a book of general knowledge with Was me that to practice for Mastermind. That's just in general. In general. Okay. <laughs> okay. General knowledge for general. Yeah. So what? What do you all say then? Knowledge. Was that? Do you reckon that's a, a truth or a lie? Scott, you're a naughty. No, I don't think you get money from. That, or not a lot anyway. You get a bit of money, but you it's get a trophy, trophy, don't you? Yeah, and yeah. it's it's mainly the glory, really. Um, That's definitely not quick cash. No. Kind of situation. Yeah, and you'd have to travel down for the um, for like the the practice rounds and stuff, and then to do the filming as well, which would eventually probably cost more. Yeah, yeah. They only film it in Manchester to be fair, so it's only a train up. Still though, I do they? Yeah, it's Manchester. I don't. I don't think it's Media City when I filmed that. When I applied, it was Manchester. I don't know if that was like the the first round of the process or anything like that. But I would have had to travel to Manchester to do There's it. There's holes in his story. The story's f- about as full of holes as an Emmental. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think. I don't think it's true. I think it's a naughty. Yeah, I also think it's a naughty. Lainey, what do you think? So you you all think it's a naughty yet? Yeah, it's a naughty. Well. Like last round, you've all answered in unison, and you've all answered the exact same answer. And unlike the last time, you got it correct. Well done. Yay! I have never applied for Mastermind, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, got Scott, it now. I mean, shall we all apply with our own specialist subjects that we've talked about on the show? Yeah, go ahead. I'm not good at quick-fire questions, but I would give it a good shot. I'm all right. With, I'm all right with questions if I'm allowed to Google them. I don't think you are in Mastermind. No, oh, not quite. No. Never oh, one mind. second, lad. Let, let us get me phone out. <laughs> Never. One second, Chris. Yeah. I know you've started, so you'll finish. But I've started Googling, so I'll finish too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well done, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Scotty. Well, hey. I mean, what just like that, another episode is coming to its close. Ah. Can you believe it? Feels like two minutes ago we just started. Well, thanks, guys, for all your insight and all your Harry Potter knowledge from, well, Harry Potter knowledge from, from one side of the conversation, not so much from me and Scott. Yep. <laughs> but I'm afraid it is time for us to say our goodbyes. This is, a, you know, fairly worried because there is a troll in the dungeon, but like kind of like a kind of nice goodbye because you just know that the heroes are going to save the day once again. 
from Lainey. That was a very drawn out goodbye speech. Good, good goodbye. Ten out of ten would goodbye. Been a pleasure. Considering the uh, the information you were given, really good. Very realistic, I'm yeah. I'm an actor. Hire me, please. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a goodbye from. It's just Ruben, like. The intro was, did you know he has a girlfriend? And we, we do now, so like, you, Ruben, you can just say bye. I'm real. Um, bye. Thank you, Ruben. <laughs> Welcome. It's also a goodbye from monkey trainer slash owner slash, you know, general monkey enthusiast. Temporary namer. It's the cheeky Scott. Uh, goodbye, guys. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to trying to keep, keep control of the monkeys, but I've lost them. I don't know where they are. Um <laughs> Oh god, where have you gone? Hold it, hold it. Put it down, down, thank you. Put it, put, put it down. Put the laptop I down, Derek. I absolutely do not want to know the things that those monkeys just picked up in your brain, Scott. I, I, well, I, just, I, I just specified a laptop, but okay, I, that, that, that right. doesn't sound interesting enough, so I'll leave it to the imagination. <laughs> the imagination oh, rather you're not, though. of our minds. And of course... Well, what do you mean the imagination of your mind? That's, where else would it be, Sam? And of, of course, Scott. <laughs> Sam, you've just been had by Scott Copeland. How does that feel? Yeah. You know what? This is a goodbye from me. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> On your bike. <laughs> Jog on. Uh, I guess I'll not see you later on the next episode of First Radio. Don't take care, everyone. Bye. Yes. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>